Welcome to the Build with Brabeck podcast, where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more, here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build with Brayback podcast. If you can hear someone munching and a crunching behind me, it's because Poe is eating dinner and this is not his fault. This is my piss poor timing, but I am feeling like now in this exact very moment is the moment that I need to record this podcast. And like, could I go downstairs to my quiet room? I sure could, but I would like to sit right here on at my desk. So we're doing it. Just know Poe says hello. He says that he hopes you're all having that uh, a great, great week, soaking up the sun, getting out there, taking lots of hot girl or hot dog walks. Um, after this, we definitely are going to go take a hot dog walk. And, um, that has been definitely my like most major form of self-care. Um, obviously it's necessary cause I have a super high energy dog. So I would be doing myself very much a disservice if I did not walk him, but it really helps me too. And, you know, I've been pretty open. I feel like on here about over the last year and honestly, like pretty much since I started it, um, about my own kind of struggles with anxiety. It's not really something that I ever really dealt with until the pandemic. I mean, I think now looking back, I can identify, you know, moments in life where I did a little bit, but it's never really been like it has been in the last two years. Um, and I talked about it in class today, actually, but taking the moments to find ways to be more present in whatever it is that you're doing, definitely I found to be super helpful. Like, you know, for example, this weekend we went down the Cape and um, spent a good amount of time with Mark's parents and went to the beach and visited like some of our favorite restaurants and went for like a nice long walk around the neighborhood, down to the beach, all the things. And obviously it's like, how could you not have a fantastic time? How can you not feel totally at peace when you're doing all those things? But looking back, it's like, I felt so good because I was so hyper present in every single moment. I wasn't thinking about like what thing I need to post on social media, what I'm going to talk about on the podcast, what emails I need to answer, what, you know, clients I need to get back to, what playlists I need to program. Um, I just was, when I was at the beach, I was at the beach. I was reading a book. I was soaking up the sun, enjoying the sound of the waves. When I was like at the restaurant, I was enjoying the conversation. I was seriously like 
soaking up the taste of the wine and like slowly sipping and enjoying every little bit. And obviously like, yes, it's so easy to be present when you're kind of on that like vacation-y kind of mode. But how can we bring some of that into our everyday lives? Like we were just not built for this style of living. And I believe that wholeheartedly. We live in a capitalistic – is that a word? I don't know. We live in a society that is just fully based around capitalism and productivity. And while technology is an amazing thing, it has kind of turned us all into these productivity robots. That might sound extreme, but hear me out. Like, I feel like if you think back to earlier times, of course, there have always been like high stress jobs and everything. But like, I would say the majority of the jobs that I have ever done, um, especially like when I'm talking about like corporate jobs and almost all of the jobs of like every single person I know are so high stress and unrealistic. Like there's never a day that just feels like – I don't want to even say easy because like is that the goal? But a day that is just kind of like, you know, I don't need to produce one million things. You know, you maintain, you you get your work done, but it's not this unrealistic level of productivity. Um like we're not robots. We're not productivity machines. And then when you go beyond, you know, the corporate world, it's social media. And, you know, are you posting three times a day on TikTok? You know, if you're trying to like build something, you know, are you showing up in your stories? Are you posting on your Instagram? Are you engaging with the community? And then if you're not, you know, on that side of it, how much social media are you consuming? How much TV are you consuming? How many podcasts are you consuming? Like we're in this state of hyper productivity and hyper like stimulation at all times. And I'm such like, I'm a horrible example because I feel like I always have the TV on in the background or I'll listen to a podcast when I'm going for a walk, when I'm cleaning the house. Like I always feel like I need to be doing something productive or kind of like doubling up. Habit stacking is I think what TikTok is calling it. Like listening to like a very productive podcast while I do a chore or while I run errands or something like make it productive. And of course, of course we feel – so pulled from the present moment and have such high levels of anxiety, not to mention like the state of our country and the world, like that alone can send you on a tailspin. But so I know this is kind of like a random rant, which I think is kind of just like what this episode is going to be. But um, my hope is that if you're feeling like any of that resonates with you, join me in trying to stay really present. And like I said, really easy when you're doing something super enjoyable. Like I feel like it's pretty present. It's pretty easy for me to be present when I'm taking Poe for a walk um, for the most part. I mean, 
he is a little aggressive to other dogs, especially when he's on the leash. So like if we're walking and there's like this one area where a bunch of people will let their dogs off the leash, which is just like really fucking annoying because it's like a leashed area and there's a dog park like two feet away. But if there are dogs that are like bounding up towards Poe and I know he's going to be super reactive, then like it pulls me right out of being present and mindful. But for the most part, easy when I'm doing something super enjoyable like that. But trying really hard to like block off my days and create very intentional structure and by like blocking off say like for the next two hours I'm going to work on this thing and this thing alone. Trying not to do anything that pulls me out of that focus, whether that's – and like maybe two hours seems like an aggressive amount of time. Maybe it's 30 minutes. 30 minutes where I am hyper-focused on this one task. And I think that people also – like I'm not creating this. I think that it's called like task like sprints or something like that. I don't know. But like where I am just in the zone on this task, I am honed in. I'm not checking my phone. It's down, face down. It's on silent. I'm not checking social media because it's so easy, especially like our generation, I feel like, to – you get bored for a second or your mind wanders for a second and then all of a sudden you're on Instagram. All of a sudden you're on TikTok. Like you are almost wired at this point to fill any of those gaps. So trying not to fill the gaps, trying to just hone in, even if you're doing something that you absolutely fucking hate and you don't want to do. Posef, we're recording a podcast. If you heard that, he's just shimmy and shaking. Go lay down, buddy. Go lay down. He's sighing at me and just staring because he wants more dinner. Go lay down, Bubba. Um, Like even if you're doing a task that you absolutely fucking hate, 30 minutes, don't think about anything else. Don't do anything else. Just be present in that moment. And I feel like, I don't know, the last couple of days I've been like trying to do more of that instead of like I really go on like the doom spirals with my to-do list and everything. Um, And it's been helpful so far. So give it a try and like let me know what you think, how it works. Or if you have things that work for you, any tools or systems, let me know. I would love to share them and I would love to try them out because at this point, I'll do anything. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just let's just try to remember that. We are not – productivity robots. We are not machines. We are human beings. And at the end of the day, we are truly like here to live and like, this might sound very existential, but like we're here to be present and enjoy those moments. And like, yes, you have to do the productive things to make it in the world and, you know, be an active member of society. But like, what can you do to bring some more of that joy into your everyday life? It shouldn't just be the weekends and vacations that we're enjoying. So that's that rant. Um, Before we get into like the actual stuff I really wanted to talk about today, and this episode will be a little bit shorter, a little bit more of just like a digestible little snack for your week. Um, but recommendations, cause I, again, am consuming like a maniac. Um, 
So one, if you listen on um, Audible at all, they have some Audible like created content. Um, So I'm on the plan where I get like one credit a month. And I like went through my credit so fast listening to Speak by Tunde from Peloton. Amazing. Um, I listened to it in like a weekend. And like that's when I signed up for Audible. And then I realized like you only get one credit. And I don't really understand like why you can't just like pay for the books like once you're done with a credit, which like you probably can, but I'm I'm just confused by the app. It's not the best app in my opinion. But if you listen through that, I think it's called Body Love. I should have double checked this before I started the podcast, but you know me, a professional queen. Um, okay. Not now. So it's called Every Body with Robin Lolly. It's basically like a podcast, I guess, or a bunch of like short little episodes. Um, it's all about surviving and thriving in a body shaming world. And I found it to be so interesting because it goes so far beyond just the body image stuff that like we talk about on here. It really digs deep into like ableism and how we treat disabled people in our society. And that's a huge part of body image. Um, so much stuff like that. It was so interesting. I just highly recommend. I blew through that one too. And then I just started reading um, because I obviously saw a TikTok on it and it sounded so interesting. So I just started a couple nights ago. So I'm literally like just into the first chapter, just finished the intro. Um, But it's called either God is a Woman or When God Was a Woman, something like that. It's an older book. I'm reading on my Kindle and like the cover art looks so funny when it's like the Kindle lock screen because it looks like it's ancient, but it's all about, um, matriarchal societies of our like ancient past and how they kind of got swept under the rug in like, that's the nicest way of putting it. Um, because of male colonizers, you guessed it. Um, but it's really, really interesting. And from what I like heard on TikTok, it really helps to show like how our society has been shaped into such a patriarchal society and so many things that we think are like inherent in men and women really are not. They've just been taught to us by the way our society is made and by like looking at these matriarchal societies, you kind of can see other alternatives to just like the way that our societies run, the way that we love our lives. And I think it's going to be so interesting. Um, probably a little depressing, but really interesting and eye opening. And I'll keep you posted. I also watched, I can't remember the name of it either on Netflix, a documentary, um, called like stay sweet, pray and obey, I think is what it was called. And it was about, these like extreme like fundamentalists that got like kicked out of the Mormon church because they were so extreme. Um, and this sick fuck, like this is what I hate about religion. It's everything that you hate about religion. Just these like disgusting men that 
manipulate people and like it basically just like turned into this giant cult but like it definitely is still ongoing today it's really gross but really interesting and eye-opening just to like see the different things happening in the world um yeah that's about that um that's really all I've been consuming oh I finished the people you meet on vacation it took me months to finish it um, I'd give it like a three out of five. I'm not going to lie. I liked it, but I feel like I didn't like it until the last like 60 or the last like 40% of the book. Again, going by like Kindle terms, but it just was like really slow and like didn't really like draw me in clearly because it took me months to finish it. But maybe if I had like really gotten into it and just like pushed through in the first few days, I would have liked it more. But it still was good. And it was like an easy, like good beach read. Um, okay. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about body image and the ongoing journey that it is, because I think that it might come across. Mm, I don't want to say wrong, but like a little wrong the way that I put out my content about body image, because I like to share the things that have helped me and the things that I think can help a lot of people. But at the same time, I think sometimes it comes across as like, well, I've fixed myself and why aren't you working on your body image? And I never wanted to come across that way. And I want everyone to know that like, I still struggle with it. I've I've gotten to a really good place and I've come so far and I feel like I have these tools in my tool belt, if you will, to pull me out of bad days or bad moments. And I want to share those with people, but I also want to be super clear that like it's a journey for all of us. I don't think that you can ever just like snap your fingers and you're out of it forever. I think that you can, you know, improve so much to a point where you don't think about it every day or doesn't consume the majority of your day or days. It, you know, you go a longer amount of time in between having those bad moments and bad days and all of that. And I also will be super straightforward and be like, I know that I have super like thin privilege. I'm like a skinny white girl. So like what the hell do I have to complain about? I totally get that. But I think also there are so many people that I know that were raised in the same way, in the same era of smaller, smaller, smaller that can give you such extreme body dysmorphia. And I think that like that perspective at least – can be helpful. So I I don't want to take away from people who have lived in larger bodies, who have larger bodies um, by like taking their voices away in any way, which is why like I want to continue to have those people on the podcast if there's someone that, you know, speaks out about it. However, I do think that it's strange and we do this with so many things. We do it with race and we do it with um, body image and like the body positivity movement. 
it's like we center it around the marginalized people and expect them to teach us everything. And it feels like a big ask when, hi, it's 2022, we have the internet. Um, so if I can do some research and help people in my head and like correct me if I'm wrong, in my head that feels helpful to kind of decentralize it from the people that have suffered the most from being in a marginalized body. Um, and of course it's like, I want to include their voices and the information that they want to share, um, and everything that I'm promoting. I never just never want to take away from those people that have had the, you know, real lived experience of, fat phobia and, you know, people discriminating against them and everything. So, you know, I like to just make that disclaimer up top, but you know, it, I have my moments and I think there are some, I get scared to share them because it's really easy to be like, Hey, try this thing. Works great, but not dig into why I had to try that thing and what those actual emotions were like and the bad, bad stuff. Cause it feels embarrassing. Like there's just such a stigma with it. I feel like, and it's just vulnerable. Um, but I also don't like to admit when I still have moments because it feels like that I'm a fraud, but I'm not. And it's just, that's how life is. It's a journey. It's not linear and it's, you can't just find like, an end all be all solution, I don't think. But so one of my biggest things when I was in the throes of my body dysmorphia, of my eating disorders, um, I was a big body checker. So basically what that means is anytime I would see like a mirror and I was in like a private space, I would lift up my shirt and like hyper examine my body, check for abs and just like always be so critical of myself. Like it never was a positive experience, like very rarely. Um, and like when I tell you anytime, I'm telling you every single time I went to the bathroom, every single time. So this is like also why I get so passionate about it. Like people are fucking assholes. Sorry, but also it's my podcast. I can swear if I want to. Um, people are fucking assholes about it sometimes when they're like, it's actually really good to have boundaries with food and like you shouldn't be teaching people this or like it's better to be worried about your weight and be healthy. And it's like, first of all, are you a scientist? Are you a doctor? Shut up. You don't know. And eating disorders kill people every day. Like this stuff is serious and like it's so wrong to just brush them off with the, that kind of explanation and reasoning. So I'm going on tangents, but that was my biggest thing. And it took a long time of just forcing myself to stop. It was the same thing. Like after a shower, I would sit there like naked and just pick apart my body and be like, I really want to work on this. I really hate this. Like when the fuck will my abs ever 
fully be visible. Um, and it took so long and like, truly it wasn't like, just like, I don't need to do this anymore. It was like, I need to stop doing this or else it will take over my whole life. Like it was very much a survival thing, almost like an instinct of like, nope, I don't do this anymore. And it was a lot of forcing myself not to until one day it wasn't second nature to walk in the bathroom, lift up my shirt and criticize myself. Now it's second nature to walk in the bathroom and like pop every clogged pore on my face, but that's like a problem for another day. Um, but recently, and I think, you know, it probably is tied to the anxiety that I've felt or whatever it is. Um, recently I caught myself a couple times doing it and it almost kind of caught me off guard once I realized what I was doing. And it sounds so cheesy, but I literally like before I could get so deep in it, pulled my shirt down. It was a very like forced thing a very much a decision, pulled my shirt down and was just like, nope, we do not do this anymore. That was old you. This is not the way that we treat ourselves. We don't do this anymore. And even though it was like, well, bitch, I still want to. Pulling yourself out of the moment. Doing your business and getting out of that bathroom. Um, or, you know, things like when I was so obsessive with food and like, again, really in the throes of eating disorder territory, um, you know, on the weekends, I would go absolutely ham bananas on food because I was so restrictive during the week. And I'll still have moments every now and then where I'm like, like, you know, during the week I try to intuitively eat and it's not always perfect. Um, but that's also kind of the point is that it doesn't need to be perfect. Right. Um, and so I'll like, I don't know, I've had moments where I'm going to like make myself a sandwich and then I'm like, I'll stop myself and be like, did I eat too many carbs today? I did have a piece of toast with breakfast or I had potatoes with breakfast. Are these too many carbs or I'm at dinner, you know, trying to pick out what I'm going to eat? Well, I already had, I already had this many carbs at lunch. Like the numbers from my fitness pal will still run across my mind or that pie chart of the macros. It still will pop in and it's really frustrating, but it's the same kind of thing of like, Nope, we don't do this anymore. Are you and like kind of, you know, doing a little checklist like, is this what you really want for your meal? Does it feel like your body isn't really going to feel good after you eat it? Or, you know, doing these little check-ins of like, oh, I'm eating this because I feel anxious right now. So maybe instead I need to do something else. Like I'm not even hungry. Or, you know what? I feel like shit and I want to eat a cookie because I'm PMSing and I know it's not going to make me feel better, but in a way it is and I'm going to do it and I'm not going to feel bad about it because it's a fucking cookie. And you almost have to have like these weird conversations with yourself and, you know, these aren't perfect examples, but I think that I just want to show that like I don't have it all figured out either and – 
some days are, you know, a little bit of a flashback to the past and it's a little scary, but again, the being present in the moment really helps because it helps you to identify what's happening, allows you to maybe figure out what's triggering that, um, and really identify like, oh, is the way I'm speaking to myself out of facts or is it out of feelings and old habits? Um, so if you're struggling at all with body image stuff, I know it's tough over the summer. Like shit is real. People are talking about it nonstop. You know, we're wearing less clothes than ever before. Um, but just know you're not alone in it. And if it would help you to reach out, like, please reach out. I would love to talk to you. Um, not in like a businessy way, just in like a let's support each other kind of way. And, um, on that same note, I'm going to create a Facebook group for like a private Facebook group just for the podcast. I think I talked about this a few episodes ago and then like just didn't fucking do it. But I'm going to create a Facebook group for the podcast so we have more of like a safe space to interact besides just you DMing me or, you know, posting these like one-off Instagram stories, like a place where we can actually have dialogue and bring up these moments and help each other and even celebrate wins of like, oh my God, today I ate a cookie on a Monday and I didn't feel guilt about it. Like little wins. It's so helpful to like share it with each other. Um, so be on the lookout for that. If that's something that you would like, like, please let me know. Um, I also really want to plan a retreat for next year. So I'm going to put that bug in your ear. And if that would interest you, let me know like what the vibe is that would interest you like location wise um, and what you would like want to see out of that. But besides that, have a great weekend. Remember, you are not put here on this planet. Your life's purpose is not to be as small as you can and to shrink down as much as you can. And it's not always easy to remember that. But if I can leave you with that, then I'm happy. Um, I love you so much. Peace and blessings. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Build with Brayback podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brayback and our website, www.buildwithbrayback.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.